It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello and welcome to this episode of the E-Commerce Master Plan Podcast. I'm Chloe Thomas, the creator and host of this multi-award winning show, and it's my aim in every episode to help you find ways to improve your e-commerce business. We are kicking off the year in style with our e-commerce growth series, which this year is sponsored by Clavio. That means this month we're bringing you two episodes a week. Yes, you need to put us in the diary on both Thursdays as well as our normal Mondays, please. Now, this episode is the third of the eight episodes we're going to be putting live this month. Each and every one of them features guests that I have handpicked to bring you different approaches to growing your e-commerce business. We're covering a lot of different topics this year, so do make sure you listen to them all to get lots of inspiration about what you could do in 2021. In today's episode, I'm chatting to a listener. Hello, Heidi. I'm guessing you're listening to this episode too. Um, And Heidi's achieved great things with her two e-commerce businesses in 2020, not just because more people were buying online, but because her day job dried up, enabling her to concentrate 100% on her e-commerce business. And at the same time, she decided to get focused by hiring herself a business coach. We're going to be talking about shifting priorities, Facebook ads, and she also gets very specific about how to create the Facebook ads that really, really work. Before we get into all of that, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for brands of all kinds and sizes. Whether you're an entrepreneur just starting out or you're part of a marketing team at a multinational brand, Clavio will give you everything you need to create memorable marketing moments, building customer relationships that keep shoppers coming back time and time again. Get started with a free account today. Visit clavio.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash master plan. And now to introduce today's special guest. Heidi Jarvis is the founder of two e-commerce businesses, Boutique Heidi and Garage 79. Launched in 2011 and 2013, they've experienced rapid growth in 2020. Garage 79 is up 1,071% and Boutique Heidi is up a whopping 4,601% year on year. Hello, Heidi. Hi, Chloe. You must be exhausted. I am a little bit and exhilarated <laughs> at the same time. It's pretty amazing when um, you hear those numbers. Yeah, it's it's um it's phenomenal, and and you know even when at the moment we're used to people saying they're four hundred percent up, five hundred percent up, that's kind of been the norm in the last twelve months. But those you know to be hitting the thousands and four thousand plus is um is phenomenal. Um, we'll, we're going to get into all of that shortly for the listeners. But first off, how did how did you end up in e-commerce all the way back in two thousand and eleven? Um, I do have a little bit of an e-com background, but it's more business to business, and I had created websites back 25 years ago for businesses. I I had a consulting company for 20 years doing um, B2B um, marketing, setting up websites, doing printed material, all the traditional stuff, finding target markets, doing leaflet drops, all that sort of stuff. Um, But it was very commercial business to business um, focused. So I wanted something totally different. I wanted something that 
I could enjoy and products that I enjoyed, which is why I came up with the hankies because I just love hankies. And then the Garage 79 came around because my husband really loved T-shirts and loved designing cars. He's a really good graphic designer. So um, we created Garage 79 as well. Excellent. Well, let's let's explain for the audience what those what those two are. So, um, boutique Heidi, tell us about your product. So it's just handkerchiefs. We make handmade handkerchiefs. We buy material in from Liberty of London and um, Jap- Japan as well, and some Australian cottons. And we hand make um, handkerchiefs here in um, Ballarat. So they're all made locally by a team of seamstress. seamstress. Um, there's four of them that work for me um, and they make them and we package them up. As, they're, they're a luxury product. Um, if anyone's been to Liberty, they're, they're based on Liberty of London's um, handkerchiefs and the experience you have there is I've tried to recreate it in a strain way and an environmentally friendly way as well. Yes, yeah, interesting because because hankies. I like that you sell them as you're selling them as a luxury product, but there's also kind of like that angle of avoiding disposable tissues. Yes, <laughs> very. Yes, I mean they're practical, but um, our handkerchiefs are about connecting and giving. My I was always given handkerchiefs as a child by my mother and my grandmother and my aunties. So it's a, I've still got my original handkerchief from a child, and I've got lots of handkerchiefs that I've kept and people have given to me as um, souvenirs from Olympics and commemorative events. Um, I, we do also run a, an event called Handkerchiefs and Their Stories, which is, I suppose is the founding basis of handkerchiefs. My business is that there's a story behind every handkerchief. It's not necessarily the handkerchief, it's the story and the memories that it holds. So um, it's about giving and connecting with someone else and just having something beautiful in your pocket. It's almost like an adult's little security blanket. You can't go outside without one. So it's not about um, tissues and versus tissues. It's a totally different experience when you have one of our hankies. I love that. And we may well get into that a bit more later. But um, but so Garage 79 then is all the product is T-shirts. Yes, just T-shirts. We have a few other items, hoodies, a few things. We've and look, and we've expanded into other things in the past, tea towels, and posters, and things like that. But we've always, we've finally just come back to t-shirts um, and different designs. So my husband designs his interpretation of the car. So a class, and they're fairly older cars. Um, so they're Ferraris and Porsches, and they're his interpretation. They're not an exact replica. Um, his name is Van, funnily enough, um, and yet he just he designs whatever he likes and you know what interests him. So, and there's a lot of classic Australian um, cars that he designs. So uh, they're made mainly for men and a few women and, and children as well, but mainly men. Nice. And uh, you mentioned you're in Ballarat in Australia. So where are you selling to? We're selling to um, mainly Australia. We were prior. Um, to sort of COVID, we were um, selling UK, US and a lot to New Zealand um, just with the restrictions that stopped at the moment. Um, but both both um, stores sell to those locations. The T-shirts sell a lot to New Zealand and the US though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, I guess guess what we're saying is you, you will sell internationally when you can. <laughs> yes, if <laughs> but, people uh, buy, we will send it. So um, 
yes, we're happy to do that. And we regularly do that in the past. Cool. And uh, what platform are you doing all of this on? Uh, we did start up on Big Cartel and both stores are on Shopify now. And has that been a good move? Yes, I just love the plugins and all the, the flexibility. It's fantastic. It can be as big as you want it to be. So I really enjoy that back end of things. So Big Cartel is probably easier to use, simpler, but um, and it was simple when we weren't turning over that much. But now with Shopify, it's just I can keep adding and adding and adding and building and it's just amazing what you can do. Yeah, it's phenomenal. They managed to build a platform which if you're doing one order a month, it works for you and the price point's okay. And if you're doing a thousand, ten thousand orders a month, it still works for you. Yeah. And the price point's still okay. It's quite remarkable they've they've managed to create tech that does that because it's um it's kind of kind of nigh on impossible, it seems, in other in other areas. Their customer support is just amazing. It's just fantastic. Doesn't matter what time of the day you can get on, have a live chat. They can fix the problem. They can give you advice. It's it's really really good. Anyone out there who's uh, who's interested in giving Shopify a go, you can find details of uh, whatever their latest offer is, and lots of uh, lots of interviews with sh- other Shopify merchants at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Shopify. Now, Heidi, you mentioned you you love Shopify because of the widgets, the plugins. Um, any particular ones you'd like to recommend to the audience? So I'm a big fan of widgets and I listened to this show just to find out about the latest things um, <laughs> and I found out like our Garage 79 store is a drop shipping only store now. We used to print everything ourselves. It's purely drop shipping now, which I learned about on this program. So any drop sh- shipping app is fantastic but one I use regularly is Push Owl on both sites. I get great results and also back in stock for the hankies in particular, because our hankies can sell out um, quite quickly. It allows people to sign up without signing up to our newsletter to receive a notification when something's back in stock. So I can actually notify people quite quickly by SMS about a particular product without them reading the whole newsletter. So um, if they're just wanting to find out one product, it's been, it's been fantastic, but back in stock. And how many of you are there on the team running these businesses? So there's me. My husband works full-time at another job. So he does um, – he helps and he designs and he, he does all the, the artwork and everything. Um, but it's just me. And we have seamstress and people helping. Now, because of our volume, we've actually got a few people helping to um, package. But that's it. Nice and nice and streamlined and flexible at the moment, but <laughs> it is very. <laughs> but a lot on your shoulders. It is, but the drop shipping with Garage Seventy Nine, I don't touch an order for them. So that's that makes a huge. I'm not packing hundreds of orders. That makes a huge difference. Yeah, it's like that whole bit is just taken care of for you, so you can focus on driving the sales. Yes, yes, it's just it's an amazing system. Amazing. As, as I said in the intro, you're up over a thousand percent on Gary seventy nine year on year. You're up over four thousand percent year on year on um, on the the handkerchiefs boutique Heidi. Um, we have heard a lot this year of people being up X Y Z percentage because of what's been going on. But but for you, it's been less about a consumer influx, more about the fact you've actually had the time to devote to the businesses. Yes. So I started. Um 
a program at the start of the year before COVID lockdown. And I saw the opportunity when we did have the lockdown to purely focus on the econ businesses because I was, I have from my marketing consulting business, I had, I was doing events for the local council. I was doing in-flight magazines. Um, I was doing a range of different things while I was juggling this and I could never give it the full attention. There was no like desperation to get it going because I could have always had another source of income. So when COVID came around, everything else had gone, which I was planning to get rid of at any stage, but someone ripped it away from me. So I was I was actually pretty happy for the um, opportunity to just purely focus on it. And COVID, yes, has probably helped. However, um, I wouldn't have got there just through COVID. I got there through being focused, running on um, – participating in the course and also just giving all my time and focus to that because we're locked down. We had nothing else to do. So it's a perfect opportunity. It's, it's kind of, I suspect we have a lot of listeners going, oh yeah, I, it, it was on my list last year to give up work and focus on my business. And it's on my list this year to give up work and focus on my business. And if I'm being honest, it'll probably still be on my list next year to give up work and focus yeah, on my business. It's always so, on my list. Yeah. So it, sometimes things have to happen to force you to do it. and. And now you've you've been forced to take that leap. Will you be going back to the consulting work or are you now all in on the e-commerce? Well, I did think of that. Um, I was, I, my business coach, I was talking to her about that today and I thought, well, the, op- they haven't, the opportunity hasn't come to me. Like I haven't been asked to do it yet. So when I get asked, I'll make that decision. But um, I'm, I'm not unhappy if they don't come back to me. The decision's made for me. So... Um, and it's leading up to Christmas, um, so it's going to be a fairly hectic time. So I'll be happy not to have the extra work. Yes, it, it's kind of I've I've always found that when big decisions have to be made, I don't really know what my answer is until the question actually gets asked of me. Yeah, exactly. And I thought there's no point wasting time on deciding when you haven't got the decision yet. You haven't been asked, so it's probably avoiding the whole decision making, but. Um, no, I, I don't think so. I don't think so because it's you. You often only really know what you really want when someone actually gives you the choice. Yes. Yeah. You you can spend a lot of time procrastinating on what the answer will be, <laughs> and then you <laughs> you only actually find out what the answer is is when someone actually asks you. Yes, but um, I don't think the work that I've been doing, consulting work, is going to come up very quickly. So I think I've got another six months or so. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So. You've grown over 4,000% year on year on Boutique Heidi. Um, how? What do you think What do you think's made the biggest difference? Um, so I started a course with Lucy Bloomfield, who'd been on your program, and I listened yeah. to her in January, and she said the most amazing things that I thought I'd heard. I'd listened to your podcast so many times. It was the first time, and I'd listened to numerous e-com post podcasts and I, I'm very motivated, very goal driven but that was the first time I stopped in my tracks when I was walking my dog I said she just turned my perspective around totally mm-hmm. and I thought that's what I needed, I need someone to change because I've been trying you know, for nine years to do things and it, I was getting there but not quite getting there so I needed someone to just change my perspective because I knew I had good businesses, I just didn't know I just I couldn't move forward with them. So, and she just changed my perspective. So, I signed up to her course. I was terrified. Probably still am terrified of her. But um, 
but I wanted someone to challenge me because, you know, when you're running your own business, not many people challenge you. They're too, they just don't. Mm-hmm. So um, doing the course and having a focus and following processes because I'm very goal-driven but um, I'm motivated. However, I have no idea how to put the processes in and follow them. So um, doing her course, I've got I've learned to put processes in and build a better foundation than what I had before with Shopify in particular. Um, it's very tailored to Shopify. So doing that course and also just having a group of – you're in a group, so having a group of supportive people as well that you can celebrate with at the moment, which is not always easy to celebrate success at the moment. Um, not everyone's having success. So um, having a supportive group and being it with the right people has been really good. So um, – probably digressed a little bit no no not not at all because I think those are all things which we which we often don't talk about enough I think around how it is hard to do this on your own and to have a group of people to talk to to have someone who who is able to challenge you and able to say no you should be doing that no why are you doing that that doesn't make any sense at all go and work on this is is invaluable because you know you you can only rely on yourself so far Yes, and it's good just to have other people say, oh, did you try this app or did you not try this app and things like that. So, And just what did you experience? So, um, And to find those people in my own com- community would have been quite tricky. So um, it, like, it is cost, like it does, it is an investment, um, which I probably would have shied away from, but I thought, no, I'm going to do it. I've got to put it, I'm going to waste money anyway, just ticking away. Um, so um, having a business coach and being part of that high-end community has um, been invaluable. I wouldn't have got here. It wouldn't have mattered if COVID was happening or if I had $50,000 on Facebook ads every day. It wouldn't have mattered. Still wouldn't have got there. So um, having that support has clearly been invaluable. But you mentioned a couple of um, a couple of things which I wanted to drill into, one of which was um, when we were talking about the handkerchiefs, you explained that, that the handkerchiefs you're selling – the, the business is all around that gifting, that memories, that relationship, kind of that that story as such, which is something we seem to talk increasingly about on the podcast these days. Is that something, getting that story and that messaging right, has that been central to growing that business? Yes, definitely. So um, we, um, our most successful Facebook ad that we've had is, funnily enough, not me, Lucy kept, my coach kept saying, make an ad where you talk, make an ad where you talk. And I go, oh, I don't really want to. So my 11-year-old son videos everything for me. So he videoed me opening one of my hankies and showing it because people wanted to see the hem. People are very wanting to know the detail about the hanky and how it's packaged. So it's, they're in little paper pockets. They're not in plastic, things like that. So I just did it. He just did this 30-second video of me opening a hanky with my hands and I think we're up to 300 and 50,000 views and from an 11-year-old boy making my videos, he films everything. It's fantastic. So, And they're quite organic. But I then wrote the story and I just thought, I just wrote about how we make our hankies. But I do have a team. I don't make them. I have a team of ladies who are pensioners, most of them, who are work for, now all work from home, um, are making these hankies. They've got years of experience lots of them have worked in institutions of um, textile institutions so they're iconic businesses and people can relate to them and then I talked about why I love hankies 
in that ad and it was all that's that's why I started the business I was just completely honest I mean I didn't think about oh how will I sell this I'll just say no this is my business this is how we make them this is why we make them this size this is why they're in a paper pocket because I want to be environmentally friendly and I want you to be able to give them I want you to know they're printed that they're from Ballarat so when you send them overseas people know Um, and I want you to be able to give this knowing that it's made with love and so it was quite although it is my story I mean I didn't realise how honest and truthful I, I just wrote the story. So that ad's just been hugely successful for us in having that story and sharing that. And you're literally, that's that's just a video Facebook ad that you've got. Yes, yes. My hand's opening at Hanky. I haven't even, I haven't launched the one of me talking, speaking about, <laughs> I've got one ready to launch about why I love Hankies. But I've also had an ex- this exhibition and part of my blog I share um, these hanky stories. So people send a picture of the hanky in and their story about why they love it. So they could have acquired it from their mother or they could have given, it could have been a gift. Um, it, it's just, and some people don't even have the hanky because it might be with a buried loved one. So they have a story about that process or why they gave it to that buried loved one. So they're beautiful stories and memories. It's all the hanky. And it's just that giving and that memory. So, um, and I think that's just become more apparent because we're also feeling so alone. It's just a way of connecting. They go, oh, I send, I get so many beautiful stories of ladies who've sent hankies to their friends and families so they can remember this time. I both love the fact that you're, you're demonstrating something which we talk about a lot in business in general, not just in e-commerce, which a lot of people I, I, me included, um, struggle to do, which is to kind of reveal the human behind the business. Because at the end of the day, other humans want to buy from other humans and it's hard to do or it feels hard to do. But actually, as you've explained, you know, you get your son to video you opening a, no, opening a hanky, write some honest text and away it flies. I know. It was, I, I don't like if I would have, I just, if I had said, you'll just do that and you'll, you know, you'll grow 400, 4,000 percent, I would have gone, yeah, right. But it, <laughs> I didn't think too much about it when I did it. But I did have a lot of backing. Like I've got nine years, I suppose, of stories and experiences and, you know, I felt like I had a wealth of knowledge and a good foundation and I just love hankies. <laughs> I love the fact as well that you, you've, you've taken other people's stories kind of under your wing and put them on the blog because it's one, it, I mean, it, it ticks a lot of good marketing boxes. It creates awareness with your, you know, your target market and it gets them interested, gets them sending you things. It also creates some lovely kind of content that the search engines will love and that you can use in other other marketing channels. And it gives you brilliant insight into who the customer is and what they care about, which, you know, we can do surveys and we can do, you know, phone them and speak to them and, and all that kind of stuff. But to get them just sending you their stories of why this product means so much to you is amazing. And I know I've got the 1956 Olympic hanky hanging above me. One lady said, I have no one to leave it to, so I'm going to send it to you. So it hangs above my, um, my, above my office wall. And it's just, she just donated it to me. It's the most beautiful hanky I've ever had. I'm just so proud to have that she – I get sent hankies all the time and I'm just so honoured that people – um, trust me to look after them 
So it's amazing. See, but when I, with Garage 79, it's the complete opposite. I tell my story. We said about why my husband likes cars. We did the whole story. Like, we were quite honest. Didn't work. To- didn't work at all. <laughs> Did not work. It was so frustrating. So, um, totally different process. What worked for hankies does not work for T-shirts. Yeah, it's, it's mad, isn't it? And I, I don't think we could even make it so simple as one's a male audience and one's a female audience. No, because lots of females buy that T-shirts because they want to buy something because ours are quite unique. They're quite tasteful. There was never um, – my husband just loves cars and I would always look for T-shirts with cars on them and they're always just so tacky. So um, <laughs> they're horrible and he would never wear them. So he said, I can do better than that. And so people like them that they're clean and sophisticated and there's no branding on them. Like our brand is just tucked away. So um, – People and women buy them. A lot of women buy them as gifts because they can't find anything else to find. You know, when you want to buy something for your husband or your father, you go, Oh, what can I buy them? What can I buy them? Like, this is just, Oh, he loves that car. He used to have that car. So, um, there's a lot of iconic cars that people used to have. So, what if, if it's not been story at Garage 79, what's helped you up the sales at Garage 79? Because whilst they've not grown as much as, as on uh, Boutique Heidi, they are still up over a thousand percent. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's, you know, it's ideally it's a better business in terms of it's less time packing for me. It's more, it's more of the stuff I love, the um, marketing, the e com side of things, the less packing. Um, <laughs> it's actually been, videos of me talking about the t-shirts and showing the t-shirts and telling people why we made them so basically because I had nothing to buy my husband and he liked designing them so that's the ad and my yeah my son films the ad and we just show a t-shirt we show the quality the design I said and that's basically it and it's and we also have a really good line saying cool t-shirts for cool people which I didn't really like and I think it's a bit, I don't really like it, <laughs> but it worked really, really well, which is surprising to me. But, um, yeah, the total opposites. But yet still, there's still an element of story in there. Yeah, there is. They like to see me. Yeah, it's just kind of, it's kind of, you're showing there's a human behind the business. This is the person who designed it and you're kind of focusing it in on one individual product product by yeah. product yeah so it's- and it's not even my husband you know it's me it's just me because mm. he just it, I just wanted because he has another job as well and I just wanted to be able to say okay to my son every weekend okay let's do this video so it became really fluid and easy and we could just put it up quickly without going oh where's your time have you got time we just I wanted to make the process as automated and as easy as possible that my son and now oh, I have got now just this okay this is what we do so um, I've tried to automate our delivery of our ads as um, as easy, you know, automate them so they're quite easy to make. It's not like, oh, God, what do I have to do? What am I going to wear? We've just got a template now. So that's helped a lot. If you can take that thinking out of even the manual processes, it does streamline things a lot, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. So that's helped a lot because I put it off, I think, for three months. Of, oh, I've got to get my husband van to get in it. He won't want to do it oh, what are we going to say? So now I've got a script and I say the same thing pretty much every time without in a different T-shirt and I wear a different T-shirt. and Yeah, so it's pretty good. 
Yeah, and I I completely get why it worked with it being you and with you know the reason you started the business was because you couldn't find a t shirt for your husband because that completely resonates with a huge pile of your audience. Yeah, where we started to begin with, I was um, targeting men, solely men who liked cars, and it just wasn't working. We tried so many different things, thousands of dollars, tried to just find the right audience, and um, then we just totally did a shift of why I like T-shirts, and we targeted more both men and women, um, and we picked up a lot of uh, women in that, um, that strategy. E-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. Success in 2021 means building stronger relationships with your customers. Last year saw a lot of consumers switching to buy online, leading to surges in new customer acquisition. So how are you planning on turning your new first-time buyers into profitable repeat customers? Well, that's what Clavio is for. Clavio helps businesses create memorable marketing moments through email, SMS and personalised website experiences. And that is what creates repeat purchases. That's why Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform, platform is used by over 50,000 e-commerce brands around the world. Get started with your free account today. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. It's time for the top tips round. Okay, I love this section and Heidi, you know this section because you listen to the podcast all the time. So as you know, and as I know, uh, the top tips section gives all of us some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So Heidi, are you ready for these? Yes. I would hope you are because I know you've listened to this a lot. I know, I've been thinking about it all my life, I think. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so so no no fillers, no ums, no ahs. <laughs> We're gonna gonna to. just gonna go straight to your answers for these ones. Um, no, no pressure at all. Here we go. The book top tip: If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? Atomic Habits by James Clear. I've not come across that one. What's um what's that one about? I'm so excited you said that. You don't often say that. No, um, I almost never say that. I know. I know. I thought you know this. It is absolutely amazing. I've read a lot of books that are sort of more big picture. This one is about habits, um, about creating routines, about success, because um, I've been quite goal-orientated and motivated, and I can break things down into small goals. But this – and then you think, well – how the hell do I even get to that first goal or that first step? He helps you create the habits, the personal and business, to get to your goals. It is absolutely mind-blowing. Um, I just love it. I've, I've been listening to it as um, an audio book and just having um, his practical tips and strategies. Like he's got a two-minute rule if you try and you have it for two minutes so if you want to start running it's a marathon you don't think about the marathon you think about creating a running habit so you just go out for put your running gear on you run for two minutes and then you just come home so you do that and you create the habit of running you don't actually think about how far you're going to run you actually then put yourself and then you can build on your habit so um, I found it really helpful to make my personal life a lot clearer and automated 
then I can focus on work because everything else is automated in my personal life. So, um, and I'm introducing it now more into my work as well. Nice. But it's about automating. I feel like Shopify, automating everything. This is about automating your thinking and your habits and processes. I like that because often um, that that type of book talks more about the strategy and less about the practicality of actually getting it done. So a practical one is is always good. Sounds like I need a bit of that. Yeah, there's no strategy. It's all about the little things. And, and you take things away every time you listen to it. And he's got lots of worksheets and practical things on his website as well. Excellent. Okay, Heidi, next up is the traffic top tip. Uh, which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Probably a lot of people know about this, but I was reluctant to agree with this probably six months ago, but Facebook ads, it's been the sole reason of our success. So six months ago, I would have said, no, don't think so, don't trust them, but they um we wouldn't be where we are without them. 20 years ago, I used to have to put a print ad in the newspaper. Wouldn't know who would read it. So for me, like being able to segment and drill down who looked at what ad and why they looked at it and if they clicked, it's just the data you get is amazing. Cool. Okay, the tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? Um. I thought a lot about this because this is what I'm not very good at. Um, look, I've just set up Monday and I'm very good at setting things up. Um, I, again, I'm using Atomic Habits to help me create good habits in using it. So at the moment, I'm finding Monday to be very helpful and keeping track of things and working with my business coach as well. It's been really valuable. Um, however, I need to work on my habits and using it a lot better. So. Initially, it's great. Yeah, it's setting it up is step one. <laughs> yeah, I'm great at setting up. Using it is a whole other question. Okay, the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them? Get a business coach in e-com. It makes the world of difference. It's worth the money, definitely. Simple as that, guys. <laughs> it'll just identify your weaknesses and help build on what you're already doing. So it's, it'll just take you to the next level. Awesome. Well, look, Heidi, before we say goodbye, could you let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media, please? So our hanky business is boutiqueheidi.com and Garage79 is garage79.com, um, along with the Facebook and Instagram links with the same name. Simple as that. Well, look, Heidi, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's always lovely to have a listener on. Um, and uh, thanks for sharing so much. So many tips and pieces of advice there. I know everyone's going to get a lot from it. So thank you. Thank you, Chloe. It's been fantastic. Wow, just so many bits and pieces there. Ideas, inspiration, um, tips, practical advice, so much that Heidi gave us all there, which I think often happens when we get a listener on because as a listener, you know exactly what you're all wanting. Um, I particularly like my favourite parts of this were um, the two different ways she talked about going about bringing story into the mix. We all know we have to do it in our marketing. Certainly something we learned with all that, all that the world brought us in 2020 
20s, you have to get that emotion out there and storytelling is a great way to do it. And look, the fact she went deep into how to use story in Facebook ads, I thought was super helpful too. Um, huge growth that she's managed to create through focus. And it really does show the power of committing and of removing obstructions and of getting help from others when you need it. That coaching and support groups to give you that bit of um, bit of accountability as well, which you may be sitting there thinking, well, I've got a team of 20 and we've been doing this for years and we all do this full time. How do we, you know, does this make any difference to us? Well, I think it doesn't matter how long you've been doing it. You can always get more committed. Um, you can always take another look and go, what am I doing that I really shouldn't be bothering with? And there's always room for getting outside help and advice. Well, look, to get your hands on the notes from today's show, including those marvellous top tips and links to all the things that we talked about, head over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. And there you can also get yourself registered for our very special 2021 planning webinar. Yes, because in January we are giving you so many ideas that you could use to grow your business. I wanted to give you some help about working out which of the ideas you should actually do, because that's where the success comes from. It comes from both committing to something and deciding what you're going to do. And it also comes from trying to commit to the right things too. And that's what this planning webinar is going to be all about. Um, I'll be telling you more about it as the month goes on. But right now I can tell you two key things. First off, it's happening in the first week of February. So that means you can get all your Christmas stuff and all your January sales, all those tasks completely out of your hair before we do it. It also means um, right now you can save your space for free by going to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash webinar. Yes, I might not have a date for it as I'm recording this, but as you're listening to this, I may have the date organised, in which case that means um, you'll be able to find the date by heading to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash webinar. And of course, whether the date's there or not, you can sign up to make sure you're going to get access to that when we're doing it. Um, okay, whilst this month on e-commerce master plan, we're bringing you our e-commerce growth series sponsored by Clavio. Over on our little sister podcast, Keep Optimizing, we're all about getting your e-commerce marketing foundations right. Your team, your tech, your analytics, and more. You can find Keep Optimizing on your podcast app of choice. Just search Keep Optimizing or head to keepoptimizing.com to find out more. And we're spelling it with an S, not a Z. Right, enough of talking about other things. What is happening right here on the podcast, this podcast, um, in the coming weeks? Well, this has been the third episode in our 2021 growth series sponsored by Clavio. And on Thursday, yes, Thursday, um, our next episode will go live. And in that, we are going to be looking at how selling on marketplaces can help you diversify your customer base in order to reduce the risk of something big and bad happening, like a pandemic. Now, even when there's not something as big as a pandemic going on, it's always good not to have all your eggs in one basket. Now, I bring you a new interview every week because I want to inspire and help as many e-commerce business owners as possible to succeed and thrive with their businesses. So please do tell other e-commerce business owners you know about what we're up to this month because I'd love to help them too. I hope you have a great week. Keep optimising. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast.